Hi guys, welcome back to the NFT Talks podcast. I'm your host, Sean, and we've got another amazing episode for you today. Now, if you're into music and you want to make money, this is the perfect episode for you. Now, we have the co-founders of Band Royalty. Band Royalty is an NFT platform which will allow you access to a pool of revenue streams for royalties from your favorite artists. So if you're into music and you're into making money, it's a win-win. So do not miss this one. we lots of gems. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. If you're enjoying what you're seeing so far, make sure you leave your comments, leave feedback, and let's help build this community. Guys, welcome back to NFT Talks. So back with another amazing episode, and I've got amazing guests here. So I have Noble and Barnaby, who are the founders of Band Royalties. Now, Band Royalties is an NFT project where you can purchase an NFT and get access to revenue streams from your favorite artists. So we're not talking no small artists here. We're talking big time. So we've got Jay-Z, Rihanna, Beyonce, Justin Timberlake, Timberland, the list goes on. So... I'm excited for this one, guys. So before I go into it as, as much, Noble, Barnaby, please, you're welcome and introduce yourself a little bit. We can start with Barnaby. Oh, thanks, thanks, Sean. It's great to be here. Thanks everyone and for listening as well. And myself and, and Noble, we go back a, a few years. We actually met at a crypto conference in Vegas. Um, I was over there speaking. I speak at a lot of different conferences. I was invited to go and speak over at Davos, a world economic forum about cryptocurrencies and Harvard as well. I come from a tech background of 25 years in e-commerce and the last um, you know, half a dozen years just focused on, uh, on crypto. And so me and Noble just hit it off. We've worked on a couple of projects together because he also runs a game development company. So that's where we cut our chops on NFTs. We've, uh, we've been very passionate about blockchain and moving into the NFT space. But then with Noble's background on, uh, on music um, and uh, his investments in music, we saw a great opportunity here and how to really bring a lot of innovation to the space. And so we spent uh, this year basically building out this new platform that we see could bring a lot of value to people around sharing royalties. And so I'm, I'm passionate about basically opening up blockchain to more people. And I see NFTs as one of the easiest ways to do that. And I also see that music, given it's the thing that most people around the world love, maybe the most, um, it's a great way to get people involved in the blockchain space. So I see it as a, as a gateway, as an opener. And, I, and I, you know, apart from just loving music myself, and um, I just see, I'm, I can see this could be a real spearhead for, every, for adoption. Yeah, I, I, believe, I also believe that too. Uh, Noble, introduce yourself. Hi, hi guys, very happy to be here, Sean. Thanks for a lot for having me on. Um, you know, I, I've been in the investment industry initially for almost 28 years. So when you okay. type in my name, you'll see I've written all these books on trading and futures and Forex. And so this uh, this side of it, I you know, I moved into game development. I retired from the investment world, got into game development. And if anybody knows, games and blockchain and crypto go hand in hand. And so we were really looking at NFTs as an expression of our game projects and our game development. And so yeah. we've been involved with NFTs, you know, since la late, early last year, since almost the beginning of the pandemic, to be honest, um, when we really were already looking at solutions and looking at ways to incorporate NFTs. And we, you know, we had no prescience in the fact that this was going to be an explosive thing the way it's become. 
where everyone is looking at it to be almost a panacea for all the world's ills kind of thing. But we knew that this was the opportunity that people had to have true ownership. You know, you have a lot of Gen Zers and millennials who can't really own homes, to be honest, you know, because the, even pre-pandemic, they're already having difficulty, you know, making a living wage and raising families and the like. And so we knew that there was going to be a backlash to this rented life that everybody was doing, renting Airbnb, Airbnbs, uh, using Uber, using Lyft, uh, you know, subscribing to all their shows. You know, I grew up owning DVDs and CDs of music, but everyone now grows up streaming the, the shows they want to watch and listening to streams on, the, uh, on Alexa or whatever to, to the music. So nobody owns anything nowadays. And uh, that means if you don't own anything, you don't create value. So I really believed in NFTs. And uh, when I kind of got to this phase and I saw, and it was really NBA Top Shots that was my convincer that we needed to do this. When we saw how much people really loved, I mean, you know, you know, people love their sports teams. You know, people love whether it's uh, American basketball or American football or, you know, there's other companies so rare is doing uh, football or soccer. You have all these companies that are out there. We didn't think that NF, like 200 million, 300 million dollars of NFTs would be sold of video highlights that we all could see. I mean, that, that was amazing. So I called up Barnaby and I said, look, I've been buying and investing and tr trading in uh, music royalties almost for years, almost like they're baseball cards. I, I said, I wonder if there's a way that we can kind of, you know, combine and do what we've been doing already with NFTs and then tie this in with the music royalty world. And, you know, you mentioned all these big names. Let's be very clear. Those big names, they don't have any affiliation with band except for the fact that we actually went out and bought the catalogs of songs that they perform on. Nobody knows that you can do that. You know, out in the UK, you have hypno uh, hypnosis, which has been killing it in this side of the industry in creating one of the first uh, royalty funds that you can actually buy their stock. I mean, their stock on the OTC in the UK is a, like a buck 72. But they just had a valuation of the, all the catalogs they bought. It's like worth $2 billion. I think they invested $1.5 billion initially. And now it's over 2.2 billion. So they gained another 200 million in their catalog because their catalog is growing and people are listening. And so when we, when I started this, I said, look, that's our best litmus test. We look at something like hypnosis. They're going out. They, Bob Dylan, uh, they acquired uh, uh, Bob Dylan just recently. That's a hypnosis, but recently sold his whole catalog for 300 million dollars. So I said, all this stuff is happening in the music space where people are selling their catalogs, putting them out there, but nobody who is just the average person is getting access to this world of money that's floating around them. And most people don't even understand yeah. that this is how money is made in the music business. And so when we set out to create this band royalty project, we wanted to give the true, the true egalitarian feeling, the way that crypto is always designed to give average people access to a world that they just normally wouldn't be involved in. That's why metaverses are selling like crazy. That's why NBA Top Shots, there's, there's assets there and they're all digital. So he said, is there a way to create an opportunity for people to become music moguls for a low ticket entry price? And so he created the band NFT, which is attached to art, which is attached to you know some curated stuff we designed and developed a staking mechanism based on royalties we acquired. So when you mentioned uh, Will I Am and Jay-Z and 
these are songs that we own the performance royalty rights to. Okay. That's we don't we don't you know I'd love to be working with Jay Z right now directly, <laughs> but if there's another song of Jay Z's out there, we're going to buy the rights to it. If there's a publishing deal out there, we're going to buy the rights to it, and we own those rights. And we may not own sometimes we don't own the likeness of of these artists, but the reality is these artists are performing the songs we own and. Uh, by default, if you own one of our band NFTs and you end up staking it, these are artists that are also now that you are receiving part of the revenue from. That's never been done before, never been heard of before. And up until now, a lot of um, musicians are almost using NFTs like CDs, but there's so much more that they can do. Yeah. You, no, well, you touched on a, a major factor there. Like you mentioned a few things in regards to Crypto and NFTs, I feel it's based around innovation, community, and utilization. Um, and that's where the I feel the power is in NFTs. And I feel that band royalties has kind of touched on everything. Uh, it's, 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 it's the first, thing, first time it's ever been done. Um, it's, it's, build, it's going to accept, tap into a community because it's, they're going to have fan bases of all these amazing artists. And then innovation in regards to how you can earn money from the, from the NFTs. Is, is, is great. So I said innovation, utilization and what different ways you can earn it. So um, what I would like you to touch on is the thing, how, how does it actually work? Once you purchase an NFT, how do you make money? Because I guess that's what, that was the question. As soon as I seen your project, I was like, okay, then how does that actually work? And how do I, how do I make money? So I'd love someone to talk about that uh, a bit more about that side. Cool. Well, I think we can, we can both jump in and say a few things here about the process. I'll, I'll give a, some broad strokes of it. We, to start off with, basically because of, um, let's call it compliance reasons, we wanted to make sure that the artwork of the NFTs was clear, was delineated from the mm. staking of them. So there's kind of like two parts to this. One is that you buy the NFT and it, it entails value just unto itself. It's got art, it's got, we've made this amazing 3D rendered artwork. And yes, we can't work with the likenesses of the artists that we have because we own the rights to the music, but not to their images. And so we've commissioned all this beautiful artwork and now you can buy that. And there's only 3000 of this first series, only 3000. And they've already sold hundreds and hundreds of, so they've already, so there's, there's a, a, a smaller fraction of them left. And so if you're lucky enough to get one of these, you can hold it and what can you do with it? Well, you might just want to sit on it. You might want to trade it because when you've got, there are examples of these very low mint, low issued NFT series out there, other ones, you know, CryptoKitties, CryptoPunks, um, Bored Apes, et cetera. They, they, they have value just because of their, they don't have any other functionality. So they're just limited, that limited artwork, limited set, and people trade them just because they like them. We've already got that. We're covered on that. And it, we're even, it's a more beautiful product, potentially. That's what we think anyway. Um, and then on the other side, unlike all the others, you can do something with this. Yeah. You can actually take it. And we've actually got, we're, we're about to launch the first step of that, which is the Music Mogul Club. And what you can yeah. do, this is very new, um, you're going to be able to take it and just register that NFT and get access to all of these perks, all of these exclusive benefits to do with music. And then the, the, the final stage is that then you'll be able to stake it into music pools that generate revenue. And that's the, the broad strokes. And, 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 and let me, Sean, let me jump in here real quick because I, so let's be very clear. We can't promise a return on investment. We have no idea what you bought your NFT at. And on top of that, because the royalties fluctuate, we have no idea how much the royalties are gonna bring in. So what we did was, again, the focus being community and egalitarianism was, 
whatever the royalties are that come in, we share 50% of that revenue back to the community. And then you make the decision. You say, okay, this is what the performance royalties uh, are doing. It's maybe better if I go ahead and sell in the secondary market. This is what the mechanical royalties are doing. Maybe it's better that I go ahead and attempt to stay. Now we're, we're butting up against a couple of things. You know, innovation uh, and utility also has a sincere uh, 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 stepping stone when it comes to regulation, right? So we have to make sure that we're not creating something that's a security token. We got to make sure that we're not creating a security NFT. We got to be careful that we're not fractionalizing royalties. And so we've gone through and we've hired several different attorneys, both in the US as well as in Singapore, to help give us guidance. But I'll be frank with you, what we've done and how we're doing it and sharing this to regular people, we're almost facing a David and Goliath story. We've had major music companies reach out to us initially with Olive Branch and then get upset that we beat them to the NFT punch. Yeah. Right? Major uh, 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 royalty collectors reach out to us and you know have these conversations with us, uh, with us being potential sponsors for events they're throwing and them kind of trying to backpedal because they don't really understand what NFTs are doing. So we, we really have butt against uh, telling people the secret <laughs> yeah. how money is made in the music business and ruffling the feathers of the people who've been making it this whole time. And so we, we, are, we are literally on the bleeding edge. And so even with all of that, we sold over a million dollars, almost a million dollars worth of NFTs, our top three yeah. NFTs for over $200,000, three NFTs, $200,000. The top one sold for $100,000. The next two sold for slightly successive amounts. Uh, but they didn't sell because of just the staking. Each one of those NFTs are unique artwork. And so we've done a great job of combining the art with the music, with the limited edition. And so, you know, I, you know, I want to always tell people, be very careful when it comes to how much money is being made because more importantly, when you have lulls in the NFT market like we have now, and maybe nobody's buying or maybe people are afraid to buy or whatever, you always, with one of the banned NFT royalties, once we get all the mechanisms in place, be able to stake it and know for a fact that you at least will get something out of it hmm. by participating in the royalties. No other NFT can at this moment can say that. Yeah, because it, it works in the real world. It's just something you applied, something that works in the real world already. So it makes money. It makes sense. Um, how? What I really want to understand, though, is, what, first of all, what, what kind of prizes are we looking at? Is this your average Joe that can join to buy a band at NFT? Or is it something that is an investor? Is it an investment? Uh, and then once you've brought that NFT, okay, you get the NFT side of it. What, how do you get access to these different because I understand from what I've looked on the website and whatnot, there's different ways you can earn money. Is that right? You've got a choice. Yeah. So what yeah. happened is, this is twofold. So the answer to your first question, it costs one ETH to get one of our NFTs. Okay, so and that's around... 2400 bucks or 2600 yeah. bucks. But yeah. the funny thing is, when we started, ETH was at $1,500, like between twelve and $1,500. Yeah. So it, when we first introduced it, anybody could have bought it for twelve dollars It costs slightly more, Mm -hmm. But realistically, at $2,400, where else are you going to go and become basically a board member at a major music label? Isn't that going to happen? Yeah. So here you are having an opportunity to become a music mogul by sitting with us on our side of the table by having one of our NFTs. The, the second component of that question is, 
because we realize that the staking may be a little bit complicated for people and they may not be used to it, we created the Music Mobile Club as kind of the gateway. It's a smart contract that will allow them to uh, get access to concert ticket raffles that we're going to be doing, allow them to get backstage access to our token launch because that's coming up on the token in about 45 to 50 days. It'll give them access to uh, potential concerts. Uh, it, it, there's a lot of cool stuff that we're going to be providing, uh, images, merchandise, the, the whole nine, for those people who buy an NFT and then register it. The second phase is what's going to happen of that is when the pools show up, they'll be listed. It'll say, here's the mechanical royalties. Here's all the songs listed and the performers. Here's the performance royalties. Here's all the songs listed and the performers. This is the projected revenue. And at that point, based on custodianship, you will use a smart contract. Uh, and we're at this point, we're developing a smart contract that allow them to stake with the smart contract. And as long as they stay in the pool for between 90 days to five years, meaning they can't touch their NFT, they'll accumulate a percentage of that 50% of the revenue. And that's it. It's, it'll be very simple when, when we go ahead and put it out. Explain so it to what, um, one of the key things for people to keep in mind is that with each sellout of our series of the NFTs and even with the, uh, the band tokens, et cetera, our, our revenue pool expands for us to buy more music royalties. So we're going to keep expanding the catalog and there's, yeah. a, capped, there's a capped number of the NFTs. So with a finite number of NFTs and an expanding music catalog, you just more think about made. that. Interesting. <laughs> One thing to ask is to get a bit more technical side of it is, okay, I understand you use Ethereum. Yes. Yeah, as, as, a, as a blockchain. Now, is that something you you plan to continue using? Um, I mean, as this grows and you expand all the talks about Ethereum, the scalability of it, um, even the, the environment side of it. I mean, is this something you've looked into? Because we know that, for, the, for example, the Kings of Leon, they got backlash from their fans because they're very passionate about the environment. Uh, so... Will people, I mean, how, how do you plan to tackle that side of it? Is it something you well, thought about? If I just want to jump in and say something about that. Like, so basically this, for some reason, this seems to be making headlines now. Like, yeah. okay, so Bitcoin and crypto, it's been around for like 12 years, yeah? The whole time it's been using up electricity, okay? And if you look at the energy usage of the fiat banking system and compare it with crypto, Oh, yeah. so if you have an issue actually really with that, then I'd recommend you stop, you know, using your bank account. <laughs> well this that's logic that is logic and i agree with you but we, we everything well, but when we'll, it's changed we'll people we'll don't like change <laughs> so the soft answer to that is you know ethereum 2.0 is coming and there's yeah. multiple layers layered on top of uh, the ethereum network which are decreasing all all of the things that you're talking about you know people like to vilify technology when it first comes out yeah and you know, unfortunately, the atomic bomb was used in a horrific way during World War II, but 25% uh, of all the electricity in the United States comes from atomic power. And I don't think anybody wants to turn off their electricity because it's atomic. So I think that this has become kind of like the, the idea or the meme of the day, and I get it. But we also know that if the technology created the problem, the technology can also solve it. So mm -hmm. Elon Musk is actually working double time, triple time, to figure out a more efficient way to put Bitcoin out, which will then also be a, a rollover for whatever, whatever solution they come up with for Ethereum. So I think that there's an opportunity here for people to um, 
you know, to, to realize that we, we, we're at the Ethereum because that's where all the funds are. That's where people are. That's where all the businesses, that's where the traders are. That's where, when we started out, we started first originally building what I believe are one of the most efficient protocols, which mm -hmm. is the EOS WEX network. We started building our first series of NFTs and we still have other NFTs that we're putting out there. It okay. just so happened that, and, and with that, there is no uh, uh, tax on the electricity system. There's no, you're actually paying for CPU. There's a really cool mechanism in that side of the NFT world. But regardless of that, we really wanted to give people who uh, are collectors of NFTs an opportunity to collect ours. And the most mature space is the Ethereum network. And mm -hmm. so, you know, we, we, we believe in the environment. We are all for making sure that there's uh, a, a cleaner world. The first article that I ever wrote was in 1992 uh, talking about the environmental concerns. So I've always been a fan of the environment. The reality is, I believe that a lot of the the uh, kind of the alarmist view that this is you know ending everything and terrible to everything. I think that it can be solved through additional technology and just focusing on you know Ethereum 2.0, focusing on the layering networks and just kind of pushing forward that way. The technology will get better. Yeah. So on on that point, just to wrap up, like we are exploring other alternative technologies. Like, so there are these layer two solutions. We're in discussions with one of the prominent, most prominent teams there is the Matic team, Polygon. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm in direct contact with the CEO, with the develop, the core development management team of that company. And they have like a zero energy, um, or very close to that. Uh, however, that is still, uh, even though that's the furthest ahead um, on, the, on the networks, it's still nascent, it's still new. And, and so that's why, to bring it to as many people as possible, we chose the Ethereum network. And also let's keep in mind that apparently, you know, they've got scheduled optimism. The next rollout is coming like in the, apparently, you know, in the next month or so. Yeah. We're seeing some, you know, even before, you know, 2.0 comes out next year, hopefully, um, there could be some further breakthroughs in this next six months that we'll be taking well advantage of because obviously, you know, we, we want to make this as clean as possible for everybody and as low cost as possible for everybody with the gas feeds. And so we're, we're looking at multiple solutions there. We are, I guess, just being realists at the moment with where the market is and where the current tech is that we can use to give it the best experience to everybody. Yeah, um, um, thanks, thanks for that. Based, based on what you just said about experience, what about user experience? That's what I'm interested in because that's another thing that I feel that a lot of projects are focusing on is the user experience. Do you, when you're purchasing uh, a band royalty NFT, do you have to have access to a wallet or have you got the access to like you can put your credit card in and you've got that side of it? I mean, how, how, what's the experience like and how does that work? We've just built our own NFT shop. So right. we're just going to build that. So that's actually on our website. We've just launched that very recently. Uh, it's it's open and so you can go there at the moment we we don't actually have a credit card debit card facility you it connects with your wallet with metamask or with okay. trust wallet and so you so you, you go to an exchange you buy an ethereum you come over to the band royalty uh, shop and you you click on the nft that you want and it's yours it's just you literally just connect metamask yeah it's quick to do that then you click on the nft you approve the one eighth transfer and the nft is yours in your wallet um, now to view it, now Trust Wallet shows them instantly inside that. Met MetaMask seems to be not quite as smooth. It is actually yeah. held in MetaMask, but you can view it on any of the uh, open NFT platforms like OpenSea, yeah. like DapRadar. There's quite a few of them that you can view it in. That's how, so the process is very simple. Just connect your MetaMask wallet 
inside your, your Chrome or your Brave browser, go to the bandroyalty.com, click on the shop, click the NFT you want, click confirm for one ETH and it's yours. And you can view it and share it and trade it. You can do all these different things with it. Okay, and so is it gonna, so, so is, is it gonna stay at one ETH then? Is it staying at one ETH for the first series? So, so what happened was we broke, it's a, bond, it's a bonding curve. Okay. So two, two components, it's a bonding curve. And because it's a bonding curve, we have about a little less than a thousand, I think 900 that are still at one ETH. Now, if you wanna get the different levels and you wanna get the gold or the platinum, you're gonna pay a little bit more, but you also gain more. Like with one vinyl NFT, you get access to one of the royalty pools. With a gold NFT, you end up getting access to two different of the royalty pools. So that just means that you don't have to go out and buy two or three vinyl. But there's some benefit to buy two or three vinyl to actually be in each one of the pools because now you also can trade those. But to, to Barbie's point, we're also in, in a, uh, we're always in discussions to develop. So we're, we just got off the phone this morning with one of our exchange partners that are building in uh, the ability of people to use credit cards eventually when they get yeah. into the secondary marketplace. So what we have now is the best of what the technology allows for us. When we get to series two and series three, you're right. The user experience could even be more fluid. Yeah, and I'm, go on, go on, say, pardon me. Wondering, how do you feel about us maybe just doing a quick screen share and then we can yeah, show that would be great. Yeah. If you just open up the screen sharing for me, I'll, I'll pop it open and, um, and show people the site. So you can see here, this, this is, that's actually the NFT there on the right-hand side. That's one of them. Um, yeah. And you, we are basically the NFTs are your, are your backstage pass to the whole world of music royalties with band royalty. So it's, it's your access to becoming a music mogul. And so, and if we'd encourage everyone to just um, register their email to keep up to date with all the news and developments that we've got happening. And if you just scroll down the page. Um, and, and, to, and to Barbie's point about this backstage, every time we develop and expand in our relationships, like maybe award shows or whatever, whatever it is that pops up, it will be the NFT holders that will actually get the, the, the benefit of all the development and growth of the company. Mm. It's almost like yeah. a founder's opportunity. Keep scrolling down the page. We just, the, the things that we're discussing will become, so we're not obviously going to read through all that text. Yeah, yeah. Get, to, get to this idea. So you yeah. can see these are the, these are the steps where you, you buy your NFT on the store, step one. Step two, you register it. This is about to be launched. It's coming in June, the registration system. But you first get your NFT and we've got in, in the next two weeks, we'll have that up. And then the third step is the staking. That'll be the plan is that we'll have that out in July. And this is your backstage pass. The NFT, that's what it is. And just scroll a little bit further below and you'll see that when you, just by having this, these are the kind of benefits that you're gonna have access to. You're gonna have exclusive concerts, um, merchandise from band, first access to, to new NFTs, um, backstage events, festival passes, discounts, and even prize draws. So that's just from being registered with owning an NFT. And then if we keep scrolling down a little bit below that, you'll see this is how the royalties will be working where you, you choose one of the royalties, the three royalty pools, royalties are earned from, as you can see there, different areas, radio, TV, Spotify, YouTube, movies, Apple, that gets managed and, and brought over by the, the industry uh, heavyweights, you know, like ASCAP, BMI and others. And, and basically they'll be delivering that over to us, which we then disperse through those three pools that you've staked your NFT in.
So, so the, that's the whole process. That's the way it all works. I mean, how do you run as a as a as an actual company? I mean, is it just basically you take a sh- your share too, also. As yeah, as we, a, absolutely. So, we, like I said, we own the royalties. We, you know, because we're trying to avoid uh, any idea of this being a securitization, we buy the royalties outright and the revenues. So, a lot of projects, uh, I think. Um, Ape Yacht Club, they raised something like 20, almost $20 million hmm. selling the images, which is great. None of that really goes back to any of the NFT holders. There's no, there's no access. There's nothing. The 20 million was done. And maybe if they put out another series or another 20 million will go out. Um, for us, we said, okay, we're going to buy the royalty pool. So instead of just selling the NFTs and just kind of leaving it out there that we sold these NFTs and good luck to you. We said, we'll take the money and we'll buy and increase the catalog. And by increasing the catalog, we said, we'll reward those people who support us in the beginning to buy these catalogs by allowing them to stake. And we share 50% of the revenue back to you guys. So the NFTs, and this is the artwork, this is all going to be framed uh, to be in the museum. We're, we're picking cert- certain curated pieces. Some of these pieces are going to be on t-shirts, uh, the like, but this is the artwork that is on the NFTs everything curating design that celebrates both diversity in music as well as uh, really pointing out and speaking to what's going on in crypto. So we, we, had, we had a very distinct message we wanted to put out. And so the reality is you guys are really benefiting in a big way from being part of our ecosystem. You're not just feeding us, you're actually gonna be a part of something bigger than just the NFT. Okay, so where you now, you can yeah, see level these are the rarity levels here that you have and the first three they sold for um uh, you know over two hundred thousand dollars came in um that was uh, that came in from those three sales just alone of those diamond levels so now we have the, the remainder one um and even other levels there have been selling obviously so the the rarer the the, like the lower the mint number the more access to pools you have and so okay. the one that you you choose one 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 nft goes into one of the pools uh, if you happen to buy three of them, then you can be in all three pools. So you, you might lay out three ETH buying one, their vinyl. This is the vinyl level. That's what we're recommending to the average person to come and participate. Okay. Buy one, two, or three of the vinyl NFTs for one ETH each, and you're in all three pools. Then if you want to you know, have a bit more rarity, go to the gold level, the gold album level. And they're three ETH each, and you get into two pools. And we've actually got two levels of the gold, the vinyl gold and the gold. Now, if you really want to be across all three and have extra rarity, you get yourself a platinum. And as you can see there, the platinum levels are in all three royalty pools. And the diamonds have already sold. So that's the, yeah, they're already. <laughs> so it, it makes complete sense. I mean, it, like it, it's, you buy, you, you invest, the more, the more you spend, the more you get back in it, in, a, in potential revenue. Uh, and obviously, if you believe in what it, believe in the project, and it, it already makes money anyway, because it's be, this is what people have been doing for years. It's a no-brainer. What's your main, what, what's your main bottlehead at the moment? Is it the case that people don't know about it? Is it education? People don't know about NFTs. I mean, what do you find the hardest at this point? What do you feel are the hardest challenges? I think the big, the biggest challenge, and you hit the nail first, is number one: people just don't know about it. So we're we're going to start want to start doing our AMAs. We're going to be putting ourselves through the Reddit groups. We're going to be a lot more aggressive. Um, we had our core group of people who got in first, got the collectibles they wanted, and were very collectible-minded. 
uh, now it's time to talk to people who not only are collectible minded, but really appreciate those artists and are interested in those artists and uh, can see the benefit of just having the bragging rights that they have access to participating in these royalties. So we're, we're, we're in that phase. So I don't think we've had, to be frank with you, we've only the project's been out maybe, was it five weeks probably maybe? Yeah, look, we only actually pushed out the shop uh, basically in the last week or so. So we've actually yeah. been looking around the clock to make as much of this as we can. We had a pre-sale that went first yeah. and, uh, and now we're into the, we've only just launching our own store uh, with the NFTs and we're looking to just expand awareness because yeah, most people, they still don't know, but this is way under the radar. So for anybody who's yeah. listening to this, it's like, and you know, it's always like that, you know, yes, you know, is it going to be a winner? You know, but there are so obviously there are so many projects in crypto that, you know, you wish you were there when nobody knew about it. You were like, why didn't I come into, you know, whatever, <laughs> you can list all of them, like, you know, um, even, even Dogecoin or like, you know, SafeMoon or the list goes on and on, you know, like just like all these really, these, um, or even the, the, the apes when they first came out, all the crypto kiddies, like, you know, these yeah. NFTs. Like, crypto were punks they, were free, weren't they? Were they given up yeah. for free? <laughs> and now they're at a Christie's auction, $11 million for CryptoPunks. Crazy. So, you know, it took, okay, for the CryptoPunks, it took years for that to take off. Hmm. Years. They were given away for free and now they're trading in millions. And so here we are and music has been, hasn't been touched yet and nobody's doing what we're doing here. And if you look at, if you look at technology, technology is always, um, or music is very much a spearhead for technology. And if you look at some of the most, um, the widest adoptive new technologies, they've done that through music. Let's look yeah. at one of the most incredible entrepreneurs that we all know, um, Steve Jobs. He picked music as the spearhead to make Apple into the world's first trillion dollar company. It was yeah. music that, that, you know, he, the iPod made the iPhone. And so what we see here is, wow, like, you know, crypto and blockchain have still not do nowhere near mass adoption. What's going to be the thing? And we're saying, well, we think NFTs and more than that, we think music, just like Jobs did. We can see how this could be that spearhead that brings people on board. And so if you're listening to this, you're like, wow, I'm finding out about this before anybody does. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, we, so we, haven't even promoted it. Like, we have not promoted the sale, to be honest. You know, it's no. always, <laughs> you know so now, you, I mean, I'll be frank with you, Sean. You're actually probably our first uh, out of the box promotion of what we're doing. You know, it's mm -hmm. not, you know, internal, it's not, you know, our relationships and our, is literally, you are the first show that we've directly been Appreciate on to, 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 to be on to talk about this project. And there's really only 3,000 of the NFTs. I mean, like we, we can kind of go back and forth and talk about, there's only 3,000 and we probably have maybe, and this is after the pre-sale, we barely have two thirds left. So we haven't even gone to the market. We haven't even really promoted it. We've got Coin Telegraph uh, press releases coming out over the next week. We've got relationships with uh, several uh, groups on Telegram who want to promote us to start doing our AMAs. So we haven't even really, we really haven't pushed. So this next phase, and part of the reason why we didn't push is we want to actually get the marketplace done. We want yeah. to get the marketplace done. We want to get the music mobile smart contract completed. And now that those two items are done, we're going to set up our token sale. Because that's gonna that's a whole nother feed into the ecosystem of band royalty. And now we're pushing the final push of this first series of uh, band royalty NFTs. 
It's crazy. I mean, I, I want. I, I just want to touch something. Touch on something for anyone that doesn't actually understand is still confused. This is the concept, the way I see it. Okay, so let's say you purchase an NFT, a band royalty NFT, to, for your favorite artist. Now you may get a discount or be able to go for free to that that art to the the concert of that artist. And when they sing your favorite song, you're earning revenue from that too. Like, and then you go home and listen to it on the radio, you're still earning money. So that's that's how you, that's a very simplified way of putting it. But that's, this that's, what this. The way, that's the way, there's no other way to put it. It's just, <laughs> it's all the regular regulators that make it all more difficult than the things, but you're absolutely right. Once you get the band NFT and you stake it, that's your life. Yeah. Who doesn't want to say, Sean, who doesn't want to say, when you go to a party, when you're trying to impress that girl, guess what, <laughs> oh, you're listening to Beyonce there. You know, every time she sings that song, I'm collecting. It is crazy, but it, it's like, this is what it is. And that's, that's why I'm excited about the project. And that's why I'm so grateful to have you guys on. Um, another thing I want to ask about just in NFTs in general, uh, do you guys collect NFTs yourself? Have you, have you invested in NFTs yourself? And if you have, could you share what kind of things you invested in? So he's going to make us talk about this, I think. So <laughs> um, one of the things we wanted to do yeah. was to create our own band right okay and we're we and i don't know if you uh remember and we and we talked about this early on in our project uh where the gorillas are, are, are the, the gorillas they are actually a drawn band yeah they're, they're not a real band but they are art done when the ape yacht club came out that's what it looked like the number one thing that I said was the beauty of owning the eight yacht club NFTs mm. is that you can commercialize them. So we are right now in the process of using the eight yacht club NFTs to create a band for band royalty. Crazy. And so we're <laughs> going to be able to put them on t-shirts. We'll be able to put them in places because we are a fan, you know, number one, I'm a fan of NFTs. I'm a fan of these products that are coming out. We just, Barnby just sent me a message the other day about a new one that came out regarding, uh, was it the Street Cats? I, I don't want to say the name wrong. Yeah, what the, is it, the, uh, the, the, what is it? Gutter Cats? I think that's it. The Gutter, Gutter Cats. Cats. I haven't and seen the, that one yet. They emulated the, the API Club. But my whole point okay. is because we can actually use these images and likenesses, yeah. there may be like, a, like, like a, a classic comic book, maybe a mashup between Band Royalty and the API Club. Uh, yachts, you know, uh, uh, apes. So right now we, we are literally in the middle of buying a series of the uh, apes. Innovation, man, so innovation. What, what I was pointing to is that we're very deep in the NFT space and we want to be collaborative. We want to be yeah. collaborative in the music space. We want to be collaborative in the NFT space. And we just want to help everybody keep blowing it up and bringing yeah. more adoption. It makes sense, it makes sense. And what, what would you say is the next big industry apart from music and apart from art uh, for, is going to be, it's going to blow up in the NFT side of it. Would you say it's gaming, fashion? If you looked at that side of it, what would you say? <clears throat> well, I'm, I'm biased, right? So I've, okay. I've always, and so I actually have a patent on augmented reality and how it intersects with real merchandise and clothing and we're updating it. Um, and so we actually have a whole unicorn series where they're going to come to, they're already on wax as NFTs that are going to come to life as AR characters. Uh, almost in the Pokemon Go meets, um, you know, almost Fortnite kind of thing, but we got them doing dance battles and all kind of stuff. Okay. Um, but outside of that, uh, 
it's going to be practical stuff, right? I, I just received the, uh, the other day the pink slip for one of the cars I own. I paid it off, I own it free and clear. The DMV in the United States mails you a little piece of paper saying you own the car. Now, if I want to give the rights to someone else, I've got to go down, sign a piece of paper, sign three forms, pass the car over. That can all be done in NFT. Literally, they could send me an uh, NFT saying, this is the make, model of the car, registration, VIN number, you're the owner. And the moment I transfer that to someone else, that NFT, they own that car. People are going for really big things, like a recent house was sold as NFT. But the small, mundane task that we're all dealing with, with a bunch of non, you know, nonsense paperwork, those will be instituted as NFTs so much faster. And the best in the use case in my mind is definitely uh, car ownership. What do you think, Barnaby? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'm. Well, I'm just very focused on everything that we're doing. I see that music's going to be exploding, and uh, but you know, yeah. the, and they're going to be big in real estate. They're going to be big in those uh, those registration forms. They're going to be big in, in so many uh, areas that uh, you know, everywhere that we're looking for validation around documentation, etc. Hmm. That's, that's how they're going to be. Because it's chain in. of custody, right? NFTs approved chain of custody, and when you get down to it, if I can show that I'm holding it in my wallet and I have chain of custody, when I give it to you, Sean, the chain of custody is obviously changed from me to you. And it's irrefutable because it's on the blockchain. Yeah. And, and I guess it's, it's tickets, ticket sales. I was just yes. about to say, I was just about to say tickets, which obviously falls into what you guys are doing also. It's mm -hmm. easy linking is going to be tickets, which I think is the next, which is going to be the next big thing because it's so easy and it's needed. <laughs> I got to throw this in real quick. Go ahead. The most innovative thing I heard this morning from the DeFi Summit, this company, and you have to say the name for me because I say the name for me. But um, the most innovative thing is they take all of the data for people who are doing concerts and then they've tokenized it and mm -hmm. made them NFT so that if you want a concert in your home, you buy the NFT of the time and date of that performer or you can actually do it at a club or wherever you want. But now you're holding on to that NFT that represents that performer showing up at a time and day and it's becoming a tradable instrument. That's huge. I love this. That's, that's Vibrate. This amazing platform, Vibrate, has come out and they're, they're doing that. And they're, and they're very interested in working with us. Um, and okay, so just, just to get my head around that, so you, the, the artist hasn't performed yet. He's kind of like committed to performing and you can buy that and he will turn up wherever, as long as you've got the NFT, he will turn up wherever. <laughs> and, and when you burn it, so the, and, and, and the only time he gets paid is once he shows up and you burn the NFT and then he gets his full payment. Because of the smart contract. They developed it with the smart contract. So there was real utility for the NFT. There's, and can you imagine what happens when band royalties collaborating with Vibrate and doing that? And we're actually yeah. able to do concerts and it's going to be huge. It's already now, it, it already is, like you said, I think you guys are doing amazing things. Um, it's exciting. I think you're producing NFTs in the right way because it's not just one thing. It's so many things you're doing with it. And you're always, as, even when you're just at the beginning stages, you're already ex expanding and collaborating with so many different people. So I feel that you guys are going to execute in the right way and people are going to enjoy it. It's going to be worth buying an NFT from uh, Band Royalty. Fantastic. Yeah, we, we hope so. I mean, the goal is that we want... We, I'm a big believer in just one simple rule, treat other people how you want to be treated. So if you focus on creating a product that you would want to use yeah. and that you would want and you feel the value of it, then no matter what it takes to get to that product, as long as you put the energy, effort and time in, 
people will recognize it and appreciate it. And you will get those same people who think like you to participate. And that's why we only put out a limited number of events. I mean, we don't have 10,000 or, or, or 50,000. We only have 3,000 NFTs. So yeah. our tribe is being attracted to us. Okay. Well, guys, thank you so much for your time today. Like, I've learned a lot. And this is what, if I'm learning, I mean, the audience is learning. And this is why it's good to talk and collaborate and speak to everyone in the NFT space. It's a great community. And you guys have been a pleasure today. Uh, so thank you for your time. Anybody who wants to go check out Band Royalty, I'm going to have the links below. Uh, is there anything, anything you want to leave with uh, the audience before we go? Any last well, things? If you're, if you're inspired to be a music mogul, if you want to come in and, and get behind the, the matrix of the music industry, come join us. We'd love to have you. Okay. I, all I can say is thanks, Sean. I really appreciate you reaching across the pond to force <laughs> on your show and to be a part of this. So, yeah, I, I, I'm very grateful to be a part of what you're doing.